0: What has happened to society?
1: I think we tried to figure this out last night, but we were on a different topic of lunatics.
0: But but what's happened to society when people have lost the ability to disagree with one another?
1: I Honestly, I think that people can't disagree because... For the same reason as people can't adult. They were never taught that their opinion wasn't made of gold. Pure gold.
0: You mean like no one ever questioned it. It's like. It's like. Right. It's like with Mitchell and Alyssa. When Alyssa will ask me for the acknowledgement of. That was pretty cool right dad. Well if it's pretty cool I'm going to say yeah. But if it's, eh, I'm going to say, ah, you could have done better.
1: And when her and are arguing, yeah. and she demands that you tell her that she's right and that he's an idiot. Yeah,
0: and I'll say, no, it doesn't mean he's an idiot.
1: But if she's right, you tell her she's right. And yeah. if she's not, you tell her she's not. Right,
0: you're honest with them. Right. That's how it needs to be. So
1: you don't make every single opinion she has into pure gold. And maybe, just maybe, when Alyssa grows up to be a people she will be able to disagree with people and not be a snowflake.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. You can't have real discourse if you can't have a discussion. I mean, it's why blocking people on Facebook, to me, is done more for your own safety than anything else. I don't want to hear... I don't want someone to know where I am and what I'm doing... If they're a danger to me in some way, shape, or form, or my family.
1: Right. Well, of course.
0: But other than that, I don't care if someone has a different opinion of me or doesn't like me or wants to talk bad about me. Uh, None of that bothers me. Because I just live the reality of life. I don't make up big, puffy stories. And I think that's why I won't let my kids get away with that. You know... You know what, Alyssa? You're super smart. But you're not right 100% of the time. You're just not.
1: Well, nobody is. And Mitchell. You're not. And Mitchell. I'm not.
0: You're super smart. But you're also not right 100% of the time. Oh, and guess what, guys? Guess what? Just because one person is right doesn't make the other person wrong. You could both be right in your own way.
1: Well, because opinions... Right. Opinions are generally a... Nobody is...
0: Yeah, it's difficult to say... If it's an actual opinion... Yeah, if it's a true opinion, you can't say it's wrong.
1: Like, I like the color blue. You like the color red. Not necessarily, but we're going with a hypothetical here. That's an opinion. I'm not wrong...
0: Our colors there make my favorite color.
1: I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. That's your favorite color. But if my opinion is the sky is green... Then I'm wrong. Like, there is a distinction Because you can here. see that. Unless yeah. I'm colorblind. And then my opinion might not be wrong because I might legitimately be seeing green. That's yeah. a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I don't disagree with you. It's just <sighs> more on the political spectrum. People on any, like, social issues like homelessness or drug abuse or, you know, anything like that. Those issues are extremely polarizing. Like, let's face it. Let's face it. People are either like, oh, my God, marijuana is the worst thing that's ever happened to mankind and you're going to die and go to hell if you even breathe it.
1: Well, those people could not walk through our apartment. They're
0: on one side of the (laughs) issue, and then there's people you know on the other side of the issue who are like, "Oh my God, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You should always do it. You should drive under the influence of it. You should work on a machine under the influence of it. You should do all of this. You should all of this stuff. Those, Those are not right because, as we've talked about so many times, extremes are never correct." Extremes just never work out.
1: Well, and, and extremes never work out for the same reason like utopian political systems never work out. Because too many things have to go absolutely perfect for it to be possible. Nothing ever goes perfectly.
0: Well, I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about how like in every political party... There's those groups of people who are very dogmatic towards the party's platform. Right. So if the party says it, they get into it. And then there's those same group of people that are amongst them that are against everything that the party stands for. But they want to claim the name for whatever reason. Or maybe they agree with one thing out of 30 Right. You know, there's some connection there. Neither one of those ever gets anywhere in the political world because they're too, even within their own party, they're too extreme. And those parties that want to have everything be exactly in line with their ideals, they don't want to collaborate and compromise with others, they'll never make it because that would require society to completely get in line and change its mind and believe that one thing was correct. And that's not ever going to happen.
1: Unless you brainwash people at which point. So. There's a problem.
0: If that's never going to happen, who's the more logical, sane person? The one who says, you know, I think we should have smaller government. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get in office. I'm going to... And when I have a chance... If there is a thing of should we cut the staff size of our of our offices, I'm going to vote yes because that's going to reduce the size of government and I'm going to try to convince two of my colleagues or three of my colleagues or however many to vote the same way as me because that's how you make your influence. You meld in your ideologies with other people's ideologies and you try to and you try to encourage the guy that's on the fuzzy edge of one of those issues to come to your side. So he may mostly agree with you, but he's going to side with me on an issue because I convince him that I'm not that hardcore about it. I'm just kind of like, I'm willing to work with you. I get this, you get that.
1: I honestly do think that like people who live kind of in the middle, I don't know, middle half of the political spectrum. So there's like a quarter of people on the right end and a quarter of the people on the left end. And then there's half of the people in the moderate world. Mm -hmm. Those are the less crazy people. And in general, I think they're the more intelligent people. Because they're smart enough to know that going full utopian is never going to happen. So they accept some things that aren't full crazy. And they're also the closer to the middle you get, I feel like those people are more likely to be able to see things from the other person's the other side's perspective. Mm-hmm. So they're also more willing to work together to find a solution that'll actually work for more than just one person.
0: Well, and that's the whole key to it all. Is like you you have this um, this whole ideology built around um, what you believe. <sighs> And yeah, if you could have the perfect world, that's what you would paint right there. Right. But there's nothing to be gained there. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I lost my train of thought there.
1: That's okay. I can't remember what you were saying either. Sorry. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Woo! Um, isn't it interesting that, okay, so we essentially have talked about the same thing two nights in a row.
0: But from a different But from a completely
1: different perspective. Because last night was because I was... Well, I don't know. Let's call it enraged about the events of my day and how people are incapable of adulting. And today, I'm just kind of here, chillin, and you're enraged about some people who acted like complete dickwads in your day. But we're well, yeah. essentially talking about the same thing. It's just... Coming almost entirely from your perspective, and why I agree with you. And last night it was my perspective, and why you yeah, agree with me. Yeah, it's
0: it's just, but it's so frustrating because you can agree with somebody on almost everything, but like to my way of thinking, you have to be. If you're going to be out in the public eye, you got to be consistent. You you have to think, and and by being consistent, I don't mean you fake it. I, God damn, no way should you fake it.
1: But you need to opinion. think
0: your you need to think your answers through to every issue right. and make sure that it aligns with the other issues or or at the very least, if it doesn't align with the other issues, you have some part of your ideology that points you to that. Like like I just said, I, I would never vote for bigger government, but what but I would also probably try never to vote for, a tax increase. I'll take a decrease, and then there's some that would say, some libertarians, well, that's still a tax. Why would you vote for that? Well, because, dude, if we're aiming for zero,
1: you gotta take steps and we're
0: to get at there. 25, going down to 12 and a half, got me halfway there. Right. We're going in the right direction. It's like, it was, remember when we trained Yogi, and she told us when we would do the clicker, if he looked at us, feed him. If he even started to look at us, feed him, and then remember, as the next class should get a little stricter, and she'd say, "Well, now, now, those little tiny ones, those don't count." Well, right. What she was doing was she was slowly tightening up the leash. She was basically saying, "Okay, you know what? We just want him to get the general idea of what he needs to do." Boom. Oh, now wait a minute. We got to lock it down a little tighter. Up oh, now, we're a little tighter until you you head in the direction you want to go. Right. And that's what. If you said 50 things and I disagreed with five of them and you're supporting, you know, we'll just make up a name, you know, Odi Bogody for president that year and the elephants, the other guy running. Well, if you're supporting Odi Bogody and I say, I don't agree with those five things. You don't bother to believe, remember that the other 95 things I agree with you. You just focus on the fact that I don't agree with you on those five things and immediately proclaim that I'm in favor of the elephant. No, I'm not. I'm voting for the same guy you are. Or maybe I'm voting for neither.
1: Right. (laughs) It doesn't make
0: me be that person. And that's the thing. Like, why? Why do people do that? Like, they just instantly paint you into that box.
1: We disagree politically at least half the time. Yes. But when we took that World Smells political quiz, we
0: were were right right next to each each other. other. Yeah. And that's the point. Like, That doesn't make you, you know, just because you disagreed with me on 50% of the things, it doesn't make you uh, the enemy. And let's face it, it isn't like there's like thousands of candidates on the ballot. Right. So chances are that if you were voting... You would vote for probably mostly the same people that I would vote for. Because our ideologies are close enough that that's how I think it would work out.
1: I wish it was possible to, like, I don't know. I wish it was possible to get people to stop voting based on the party. And maybe, like, I don't know. Wouldn't it be cool? Okay, this is, this is really stupid and people would hate this idea, but wouldn't it be cool if you had like that i side with.com and when you go to the polling booth, you fill out the i side with.com and it fills in the checkbox for you with who you side with most?
0: Yeah. Like wouldn't that be really cool? But could you hear the arguments on both sides about that?
1: Yes, I can, but I think it would be interesting. I think even if even if they just even if you could still change the checkbox after, if it just like oh you would pre- most definitely filled.
0: you would most definitely must be able to change the checkbox after or it would be they would be completely yelling up and jumping up and down yelling and screaming.
1: But even if it even if it just like notified you of who which candidate you side with the best and then you would vote, I feel like people would be more informed when they voted. But
0: I feel like the only way that would work You're turning voting into a multimedia experience. It's kind of cool, but still, I don't see them doing this.
1: They won't, but I think it's cool.
0: If you did that, you went in there and you answered questions instead of casting your vote right away, Mm -hmm. now you're going to get to the point where you can maneuver the vote around, right? Yeah. But don't you kind of want to know if the program cheated you or not? Of course you do. You need to have a fail-safe, but here it is. I already thought of the fail-safe. That's what I specialize in. (laughs) I find the holes in the software and I plug. That's what I specialize in. And that's what my value is to people is to gotcha. plug those holes.
1: Tell us the holes.
0: So the hole here is just... Oh, I lost my train of thought again. See what's happening? I think I'm getting Alzheimer's.
1: Well, maybe. Um, we were talking about how people should take the eye with Yes. And then, the and then you put
0: at the bottom, you have a hard-coded image that's always been there from when you got there. That kind of shows you where their faces are on the spectrum, but the words for what they relate to are not there. Like conservative, liberal, socialist, socialist. socialist. They're not there. They're just positioned. That way you know when the words come up that we didn't move the head around or anything like that.
1: So you essentially would have the Republican person on the far right, the Libertarian person just right of middle, the Green Party person... But with where they
0: actually stand on those issues. So, like, ah. if the Republican guy happened to be super liberal on an issue, well, he, his name would be over here for that issue. I see. But you wouldn't know what it was just looking at the blank thing. All you'd see is faces. So it might actually trip you out because you got the Democrat and the Republican exactly the same on the same issue, right? But no, I see what you're saying. I like it. I like it because then for people who aren't necessarily sure or they don't have the attention span to follow the campaign and read all the the things you have to read. Right. They could literally answer some questions about how they feel. Right. And the computer matches it to the best candidate for you.
1: Yes. I think it would be interesting. Even if the I side with quiz was on a completely separate computer. In fact.
0: But you to do it first. In fact. It could just do what the I side with already does. Here are the candidates for president and you matched with Hillary Clinton, 94%. You matched with um, Bernie Sanders, 91%. You matched with, see, then they gave you a percentage. Well,
1: you and could if look, you, truly you, you could still Hillary, look at
0: that and be like, I'm never voting for Hillary. That is not happening. I'm going to vote for some, 91. I'm voting for Jill Stein. Boom. Right. You know? Right. And like, you're going to do whatever you want to do.
1: Right, but it's always...
0: But it helps because if you were like, I don't know, I'm a toss-up, and all of a sudden you found it, like, you're like, I don't know, should I vote for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein? And then you do the test and you see, like, one is way over here and one's way over here, and then where am I? I'm way over here with this person. Obviously, I should vote with this person.
1: I just, I think that, I think that part of the problem is that people, and I think this is a problem everywhere that's Democratic. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that people don't have the interest in becoming informed about voting or the, like, research skills to become as informed as they need about voting. Yeah. Or whatever. But, so, but they still vote. So I honestly do think that an uninformed vote is worse than no vote at all. So yeah, maybe I, I
0: completely agree with you on that.
1: If there was a way to provide them with the informed at the polling place where they're already there, they're already captive, they're already, I'm here to do the voting.
0: Well, but that, you know it's funny about what you just said? <laughs> it, it's almost like the um, hiring process that I told you I had been taught about how you figure out how much you're willing to pay and what skills you need. Right. Like the must-haves. <clears throat> and then there's the big pool of people who are able to do those skills. Okay. There's that big pool. Mm-hmm. But then that pool gets narrowed down because of the money that you're willing to pay. Right. Now you got this smaller group of people, and your job is to find the top 5% of the people in that pool and get them to apply for your job. Right. And then, yeah. Guess what? You didn't get the best coder in the world. Because who was the available. best you can afford? But you got the best you could afford that would fit with you, right? And you're basically saying the same thing with voting. Like, if people are going to be completely uninformed about, I don't know, the water municipal water district, that's a great one because most people are going to be misinformed, not uninformed about that, right? Okay, honestly. I never understood what the board did.
1: Until the other day when you went to the research Until the other day
0: it. when I researched it. But okay, here's the thing.
1: But my plan to make you take the I side with thing would not help with things like that.
0: Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Here's the problem, okay? you If the little offices like that, somehow we have to educate the voter what those little offices are about. Yeah, I don't... Because even, you know, you can see it. School board.
1: You understand. Seems
0: like a minor board to be on. But it's actually pretty influential. And a lot of people go and run for school board that have bigger political aspirations. Because they know it's easy pickings. Understood. So they go there. Alright, well here's the thing about that. You're... You take an easy way out, like really, like fight for what you believe in.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But I don't know, I think think that if people only vote who understand what it is they're voting for and who they're voting for.
1: You'd have like 2% voter turnout.
0: You'd have a very low voter turnout, but at least the person getting the votes was the person deserving of the votes. I they just, weren't triggered by getting a free Starbucks gift card or any stupid thing like that.
1: I really do wish there was a way to to inform people more effectively.
0: Of, of, like, what the office is about?
1: What the office is about and what the candidates that are running for the office specifically stand for. But in a way that makes the people actually give a fuck about what's being said. Like, not that big like in the voter, the voter pamphlet thing that goes out that you pay a horrendous uh-huh. amount of money to be in? That's bullshit. You've, paid a, you've had to pay a horrendous amount of money to be in it, for starters.
0: That's so, it automatically... That's and it auto- and everybody says you need to be in there in order to win. But it automatically, so disqualifies, it automatically people. disqualifies people who don't have the money. So,
1: that's not the answer. Because it disqualifies them. Also, but, remember
0: what I said. What if they changed the law to make it mandatory... That you could point to one web page on your website.
1: I think that would help.
0: Because then, if someone wants to take the time to click, go to my website, read what I'm about...
1: Well, because, okay, is your name in that voter guide anyway? Mm, Yeah. But there's just nothing there with your name? Mm -hmm. If they're going to print your fucking name, why don't they just... Like you pay for what, two hundred words or four hundred words? Well, yeah, but Why don't here's just the give thing. Everybody but but words? here's the
0: thing. Don't forget, the price. Don't forget the price is what it is. If it's six thousand mm-hmm. dollars, they just take however many candidates there and divide it. Six thousand by that, right? So if six do it, well, then it's a thousand dollars each. If twelve do it, it's five hundred dollars each, etc., etc. And it's based on how many voters there are in that district. So you know, you pay us. We might all be in inside the same book, but you paid more than me because your area is bigger.
1: But but make it. I agree with you. Make it so everybody's on an even playing field with regards to the book. Make it so that everybody can only link to one specific website.
0: And see, and here's That's the thing. It. If everybody gets to link to the website, but the person with the money gets to add the extra statement, the extra statement, this is what I'm going to argue, becomes actually very valuable at that point. Instead of being a cheap-ass way to... Um, get your name in front of bunches and bunches of voters while your opponent who can't afford it can't. What it becomes is it levels the playing field. But now I've got some extra money, so I'm going to put this really awesome message in front of you. So, and so instead of being the, John Smith decided to run for city council because he was tired of the homeless pooping in his front yard. So John Smith Decided he was going to run for city council to take care of that homeless issue. Instead of something stupid like that, which is boring and dry, it could be like...
1: Or the guy that paid eight grand to put
0: wine out. Yeah. Like, it could be (laughs) like, you know, boom, chakalaka. This is what I'm about. I'm excited about this issue. And here's why I'm excited about this issue. And here's why you should be excited about this issue. Because everybody has their webpage where they say... I'm John Smith, and I'm running for city council to stop the homeless problem from spreading in our city. I plan to work with the police department, the fire department, hospitals.
1: You're putting me to
0: sleep. Exactly, but everybody (laughs) has that on their website, right? So the guy with the money gets to do a little bit of extra, but you even the playing field as far as name recognition. When everybody's in the damn book.
1: When it would be people who don't have a website or don't have the funds to make a website. Having a Facebook page or an Instagram page is free. You can point right put to up that. Put a Facebook page. Exactly. I mean, even if they were to charge like $100 and have the candidate be able to put their website, but you have to pay it, it's part of your filing fee, add $100. Put you in the fucking book. Yeah. And then raise the price for the people who want to add their little bit of extra lingo. You bit. and I
0: have a very same philosophy about stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry, but I think there's, like, this scale when it comes to things of this nature. And at a certain point, trying to be specific costs you too much. Right. So, like, for instance, when we've talked about this and we agree, if you're renting a room to somebody, my preference is to rent them the room... For X dollars,
1: utilities included.
0: Utilities included. Correct. Anyone who wants to charge X dollars plus one fifth of the utilities, you're setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up to get screwed, like because because they're going to continually not pay you, pay you late. There's a hundred. Utilities included, but by including the utilities, you're. Pr- I would bet you money that you actually make more money.
1: That's what, that's what, the dude I know does. He charges a flat rate for utilities each month on top of the rent, and sometimes it's better for him to list it as X dollars plus ninety nine dollars a month utilities. And sometimes it's better for him to list it at X dollars flat rate. But his utilities are always a flat rate. They're always built into the lease. You pay it all at once with your rent. And 99.9% of the time, he does make money off of it. And the 1% of the time he doesn't, it's when there was a huge water leak and the water bill was astronomical. And he doesn't lose money that month. And the tenants don't get super fucked because they aren't required to pay an extra $60 each that month.
0: Right. Right. I mean, that like that's one of the problems we have here with community utilities. Yes. If somebody got super drunk and like snapped a bunch of the sprinkler heads out there and water started flowing all over the you place. You mean
1: like they did that one time?
0: You know, our bill goes up. I mean, there's just And it went up simple.
1: by ours went up by like $6.
0: Which, when you think about that, times 66 units... That's quite a lot, given a lot that they were money. only
1: on for, like, seven hours. Yeah.
0: But it was a lot of water. It was a lot of I water. I couldn't even walk down the stairs. There was a puddle. It was like a lake down there. Fucking ocean. It's just... I, I don't know. I think I think that there's so many potential solutions um, to these problems. But the main solution, it goes back to what you said. Adults being adults. So, And we talked about that yesterday. So, there we go.
1: Well, and even... It's even the educating yourself before you vote thing. That fits right into what we were talking about last night. Specifically the part where we were talking about how they don't teach life skills in schools anymore. Do they teach you how to become educated on who you're going to vote for? No. Because nobody wants to be getting too political in a school. But I'm sorry. If you don't know how to get informed about who you're voting for or what you're voting on, you're fucked. You're going to get
0: screwed. Okay, but, but... Why should the school teach that? Why shouldn't the parents teach it?
1: Why shouldn't it be part of like the basic life skills that a school teaches, though?
0: Because my fear is you leave it up to a teacher to decide how they're going to indoctrinate your child.
1: Well, I don't think you should leave it up to a teacher. Parents should clearly do it, too. But shouldn't the children also get a different view from their parents? Potentially?
0: Yes. That I could so go So maybe for, both should do it. But definitely should not just be the school.
1: But even something as simple as teaching the students how to interpret like a bill, like to go to the website where the bills are posted and know where to go to see them and be able to read through them and get past the mumbo jumbo Well, bullshit. here's
0: the thing. If my fellow programmers would do what we used to do back in the day and stick to a format when you have a site where there's bills, put them in a certain place in the menu, etc. People <laughs> would easily find the stuff. But you guys don't do that. You want to get all creative and whatnot. Stop it already. It's about functionality.
1: But you, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying that, that the school should indoctrinate your children uh-huh. on a certain view. And I do understand that that would be a huge concern for some people. It's why religion isn't taught in non-post-secondary schools that aren't private. But... Still, like for for kids who have parents that are idiots they need to be able to learn something about it somewhere
0: basically yeah
1: and for kids whose parents aren't idiots like yours they'll be able to learn it from both places
0: i don't know i don't know about the government having a say in anything that my children learn they currently
1: me. have a say in everything you're trying I know learn.
0: it's kind of a problem. It bothers me.
1: Well, that's a whole separate issue. We'll talk about that on another yep. night. <laughs> yep. I guess that means good night, everyone.
0: Astale bye bye, Gators. Do you miss the glory days of talk radio, where the hosts knew their stuff and were not spreading fake stories? What would it be like if those same hosts could speak their mind and not have to answer to management for it? I have just the thing for you. Spencer Hughes Podcast Adventures is the new show from Spencer Hughes, formerly a Fox News radio and a host of other places. For as little as $1 a month, you can have access to Spencer again. His insights will make you think and his humor will make you laugh. This is your chance to help a man build his dream and support his family. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes today and subscribe to one of the several levels you can choose from. You will not be disappointed in the content you are going to begin receiving. Patreon.com forward slash Spencer Hughes. Adventurous content, the way radio used to be. Hi, everyone. This is Mike and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNRshow. Thanks for listening.